Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Cool, cool, cool. What I eat today, this morning, I had a bagel because that's what you know New Yorkers do. I had a bagel with cream cheese. And then for lunch, I had sushi. Yum. Yeah. I normally try to eat some like fish on like game day. And then like... I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of hooked up on this this one sushi place by my house. What kind of sushi? Uh, the one with fish. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Just, oh, just so you know, you know, if you're eating on the mic, I'm gonna hear you <laughs> eating. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just that was my last bite. Nah, it's cool. Do your thing. Is it really loud? No. Nah, I don't mind. Look at my little guy, my little penguin. What penguin? Oh, your little like. It's wait, so what? cute. It keeps switching between your front and back camera. Uh, yes, Wait, where's this, where's where's this penguin? You can't see the penguin. Wait, why uh-huh. can't I turn my mic my my cam on? I don't know. Oh, it's probably because it's doing too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> why, why don't you just send me a picture of the penguin later? I literally, it's right there in the corner. You can't see. Nope, I cannot. Dude, hold on. This is gonna annoy me. Want you just? Want, we we could do it later. No. Okay. I don't understand why this can't work. What phone do you have? The thir- 13 Pro. Oh, it's because you have an old phone. That's really what it is. That's not true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the results don't lie. Let me quit. Let me get out of this really quick and then come back in. Yo, you for real? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> why are you so mad? You have all the time. Nah, I got like I got a bunch of nothing to do later. Literally, you just have a game. Yeah, so. Oh, now it works. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, are you excited? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Are you nervous? Yeah, I'm nervous. Oh, oh no, I'm just pretty- kidding. I think I'm a little nervous, but it's not like that bad. I, I want to prop this up, but I can't because it's a wire. You don't have to. You know oh. what you do? You can put it on the okay. side. The camera should flip. Yeah, if you have like the thing. Yeah, that's cool. That works too, I guess. Sorry, I don't know how else to do this. <laughs> no, Why did you good. flip so then we're not weird? Just flip my whole desk. <laughs> just put my whole desk on the side. Okay. All right, all right. Let's just do this. All right. Welcome to the No Happy Endings podcast, where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings. A podcast where we ask three levels of questions to get to know our guests better. Who are our guests? Friends. Friends of friends. Friends of friends of friends. And today, I don't even know if I can call this person my friend yet. Yet. Are we friends, Shirley? Yes. Yes, we're friends. Welcome welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I guess you like you so could say much. like I guess you could say like we're friends of friends of friends because we're friends through our other friends. Yeah, but we we would be friends of friends. Yes. You added the extra friend. Yeah, but what if I'm not even friends with that one friend? What? Yes, you are. We all hung no. out. Okay, who would be our mutual friend then? Either Christy or Tony. I'm not friends with either of them. I'm actually friends with Christy through my old roommate's girlfriend, and I'm friends with Tony through Willie. Fine. We're friends of friends of friends. Haha. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Are you are you nervous? I'm just a little bit. Why are you nervous? We're just two friends of friends of friends. We're just two friends of friends of friends hanging out. Yeah, but it's recording, so Oh, it's, is it because like it'll go down in, in, in history forever? Yeah. Okay. So typically <laughs> on this podcast, we like to play a game where we just get to know uh, our guests better. Are you okay with that? Yes. 
Okay. So there's three levels of questions. The first level is normally like a rapid fire one. Uh, you mm-hmm. can just name or say your answer off the okay. top of your head or the first thing that comes off. And then if you want, we can go back and uh, dive deeper mm-hmm. into it. Is that cool? Yep. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. What is your boba tea order? My typical boba tea order is black milk tea with either boba or pudding. What piece of clothing defines you? Uh, pajama shirt. What's your favorite compliment that you've ever received? Uh, I have a lot of empathy. What's something you want to try to learn how to cook? Um, probably a Vietnamese dish. What is your favorite useless skill? Left-handed. Um, what is a song? What's your f- current favorite like go-to song? Somebody to Love, JB. <laughs> what is a song that you hate that you love? Somebody to Love, JB. <laughs> What's something you wish you were good at? Cooking. Um, describe yourself in one word. Bubbly. Who is your best waifu? What does that mean? It's like, uh, you're, if, do you watch anime? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Okay, so like, if you could pick one anime character, guy mm-hmm. or girl, to be mm-hmm. your partner, your life partner, who mm-hmm. would it be? Anime character? Yeah. Who's, who's your dream husband? Dream husband? Mm. Oh, man. I can't really think of anyone off the top of my head. Anime, though? Yeah. First one comes to mind. Boom. Um, What's it called? The boy from Ranking of Kings. I don't know which one that one is. That's a, it's the main character. I forget uh, his name. Okay. Okay. What is your biggest pet peeve? Slow drivers. Where is somewhere you really want to travel? Korea. What's your current favorite snack? Uh, flaming hot Cheetos. Uh, and last question: When are you most comfortable? At home with friends. Boom! That <laughs> that is the first round. Yeah. That, that wasn't too bad, right? That wasn't bad. Is there anything you want to explain, or you want to no. go further into? If you could name, you said you wanted to cook a Vietnamese dish or learn how to cook a Vietnamese dish. Which mm-hmm. one would you pick? Mm, maybe like either bumbuê or pho. I feel like those aren't hard to cook, no? I think pho is not hard. I think it just takes a long time. And I think bumbuê, you just have prep. to get like the like spices. I don't think they're hard. I just don't yeah. have like um, a lot of motivation when it comes to cooking. I see. What's your, uh, so what do you do when you're like craving pho or BBH? I'll go get it. Or like um, typically my stepmom makes it at home over the yeah. weekends. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Vietnamese dish? <sighs> favorite? Probably bumbuê or bumbeo. What's your least favorite? Gunhoa. Ooh, why? Because it's bitter? Yeah, I don't like the bitter melon. Well, I, I've like grown to like it, but it's not like my favorite soup. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Pajama, you said your favorite. Pajama uh, shirt. Yeah. How does that define you? It's like, it's like casual. It's comfortable. It's like what I'm known for. Like I just wear pajama shirts. Who told you this? <laughs> what do you mean you told me this? <laughs> Myself. I I define myself as a pajama shirt. Did I ask you uh what what was your favorite compliment that you've ever received? Yeah, yeah. What was your answer? I have a lot of empathy. Who who told you this as well? Who be lying to you? That's mean. A lot of close close friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, for the record, I just want to point out Shirley and I became close because she started being mean to me first. That's that's not true. They don't know the whole story. What is the story? 
Eddie came to one of our volleyball games and caused a ruckus. And then he didn't make a good impression on me. Is he really going to call me out like that? What do you mean then, cause a ruckus? I did not cause a ruckus. Got, and then we got food after. And he sat next to me. And then he started roasting me, even though he barely knew me. First of all, I sat down first. <laughs> yeah, but I, the way it was seated, I had to sit next to you. <laughs> but it was great. We had a lot of good conversation that night. It was, it was really fun. You didn't even finish your chicken noodle soup. Yeah, I did. And you made me pay for it. No, I got up to use the restroom and then I came Yo, back. The bill and came out. The bill came out and she was like, oh, I got to use the restroom. And she no. didn't come out for like 20 minutes. I know. It looked really bad. And then I came out and I was like, who paid for my food? And no one answered. So I assumed it was either Eddie or Christy. And then the bill came and then Eddie got two bills. So I was like, it was Eddie. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> I tried to do a nice thing and she flamed me for it. Thank you, Eddie. No, I did not. You're welcome. <clears throat> Wait, so how long have you been playing volleyball? I've played volleyball since high school. Yeah? Is it your, your number one sport? Did you play any other sports? Yeah. I played lacrosse, but I think volleyball was just something I enjoyed more. Yo, hot take. Women's lacrosse is the most uninteresting thing to watch. I agree. I think boys' lacrosse is definitely more exciting because they get to hit. Women's yeah. lacrosse, they are very restricted when it comes to hitting, so... That, like, from what I saw, it was just literally, like, you'll give the ball to the fastest girl and let her run down the field. Yeah. It's a lot about speed. Yeah. Yeah. Stinks. But, yeah, volleyball is definitely my go-to sport. How'd you, uh, how'd you start it? How'd you learn to fall in love with it? I think in high school, I didn't really take it seriously. It was just fun because it was my first team sport. And then after college, I was like, wow, this is, like, very – I like volleyball a lot because that's when I actually started getting better and then – I ended up really enjoying it. I think just through the community of uh, people that I played with. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Ready for round two? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So uh, round two is uh, a lot more lax. You can pretty much go at your own pace. And if you okay. want, we can get into some of your uh, <laughs> answers. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh. What is a recent shower thought you've had? Recent shower thought. Yes. Uh, uh, to be honest, I don't think I've had any like shower thoughts. I think my mind kind of goes blank. Yeah. I, because I have usually I, I tend to like think a lot throughout the day. So when I have a yeah. moment to myself, I, I just try not to have anything. It's just very empty. Well, well, you know, I mean, like, it doesn't have to be an actual thought you had in the shower. It could just be like a realization <laughs> you've came to recently. I think I've had so many realizations. Yeah. Okay. So, what? like, maybe like one of them would be like, um, I think as I get older, I just realize I have less less capacity in like entertaining um, like friendships that really aren't worth my time, or they're just not really um, helpful in like my growing and like my yeah. self-growth and changes and so yeah that would be a thought i've had i get that do you think like you've, you do you feel like you've been burned by too many people or what do you think it is mm, i think well i don't think i've been burned by people i think in general i am a very extroverted person so i do have like a lot of like people i know and acquaintances i know and you know, and I think with that comes like, oh, I just want to get to know everyone. I, I really want to like be able to have all these friendships. But yeah, 
at the end of the day, I just, I don't have enough space for that. And it's just a lot. So, yeah. and I'd rather just invest in the friendships I've made already. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I kind of feel that. I think like prior to like meeting, you've met Brian, right? Brian. Oh yeah. He came to our game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So prior to meeting Brian and Willie, I had a, I had an, a best friend had keyword. There was had, oh. uh, we were really close for like throughout college and after college we were close and but then like we kind of mm-hmm. just grew apart to say the least mm-hmm. uh and I, I think with the dying of that friendship i pretty much kind of gave up on like not say i gave up on friendships mm-hmm. but i lost the sight to like yeah i kind of lost vision of like or the po- I, didn't, I didn't see the point in like going above and beyond for your friends anymore really like going mm-hmm. out of your way for people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me pretty bitter. But then, like, after getting mm-hmm. close to Brian and Willie, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. these people are pretty cool. I think I'd go out of my way for them any yeah. time of the day. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I'm assuming you have like your close group of like friends or your mm-hmm. close friends that you would do mm-hmm. the same for. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay. What yeah. is something that can make you instantly happy? Uh, coffee. <laughs> Ooh. How was that? Or how did you just, even, when was the first time you had coffee? I don't remember when the first time I had coffee was, but probably in Vietnam when I was like a kid and I had like Vietnamese coffee, but I think everything about coffee. Yeah. Cause yeah. it was sweet. And I have a, I'm, I have a huge sweet tooth. So that was like the perfect drink, but I love everything about coffee. I love the aroma. I love how to make coffee. I like the routine of making coffee in the morning, yeah. meeting Meeting friends for coffee is like my favorite thing. Um, there's just something very comforting about coffee. Yeah. And yeah, it gives you energy. There's like a thousand different ways you can make coffee. How much coffee do you drink a day? I don't drink that much. Maybe like two cups average. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I used to drink more in college, but now it's like, oh, I like. I think my happy place is two cups. No more, no less. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee is great. Um, okay. What is your worst dating story? (laughs) (laughs) Where do I start? There's so many good ones. Um, Um, (laughs) what is your, what is your, what is the one that makes you laugh every time you think of it? It's not like the worst. I tell this one a lot just because I think it was like a really interesting story and the way it happened. Okay. So it was a two-parter. Okay. Okay. I love stories. So I met... I met this guy on Hinge when I was living in California, and this was during like the um, COVID. So it was like the uprising of COVID. So people were very careful and stuff. Yeah. And I remember there wasn't much small talk, which I was like, "Oh, interesting," but that's okay. Um. So he asked, he like I put on my profile like I was I love food. So he's like, "Oh, you're a foodie, huh? Like, have you been to this donut place? And do you like donuts?" I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I like donuts. And then he was like, have you been to so-and-so? And I was like, no. He's like, how about I buy, like, a box of donuts from this place, and then we go to the beach and we chill. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like a good time. Very, that sounds great, right? It just, yeah. it was very direct. It was very, like, to the point, And it was just very nice that he had, the, like, a, a plan already. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm down. Let's do that. We get to the beach. And then I see him walking towards me and I was just like, oh, he looks kind of hipster. You know, he was wearing like this, like, like these cargo pants, 
Like it was pretty warm that day. So cargo yeah. pants with like this, like, I don't know, like hemp sweater hoodie thing. <laughs> and I was like, this is so interesting. He had glasses on, which suited him. Yeah. And like immediately I could tell he's kind of like a little socially awkward. Not like bad. It was just like, he's very shy. He's like, yeah, a little like <laughs> a little dopey, you know, like <laughs> just like, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, but then, you know, he brought like a picnic blanket, which is nice. And then we sat down and we had like conversation. I wouldn't say it was like the most interesting conversation. It was just kind of like, just get to know you. Yeah. And I was like trying to think like, do I think this guy's cute or what? <laughs> Wait, so is it is it is it true that like usually on a date, like a girl knows within the first 10 seconds whether they're like, you know. You find yeah. them attractive or not. Is it true? Oh, yeah. I thought that was more guys for girls. Guys to girls. But I think girls can kind of get a good feeling after the first interaction. Yeah. 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 Not seconds. I think that's guys. Guys will know within like a few minutes if they think they're attracted to this girl or not. I, yeah. I think for guys. I feel like I, for guys, I, it's more visual. But what do you what? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but absolutely. Yeah. Guys definitely <laughs> use their sensory. Like, it's really about visuals for guys first. And then think, they're like, oh. I think you're undermining uh, men's intuition. <laughs> no, I, I'm i not discounting intuition, but I'm just talking <laughs> about first and first interactions. It's definitely about the visual. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this, so this dude shows yeah. up. <clears throat> he go, And then we have donuts. It's really good. And then we start walking and we walk towards like the beach and like towards this like secluded area. And this is like maybe an hour goes by and no one's really around. And then it's like, it's like kind of like uh, mid afternoon. And it was just like very like the setting was very romantic, right? Because it's like walk on the beach, sun, like cute, you know, and we sit on this rock and then... (laughs) He gets closer, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I 100% knew in my gut that he was going to kiss me. So then, very nicely, he asks, oh, do you mind if I kiss you? And I was like, in my head, I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> and then I said something along the lines of, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just trying to be careful during COVID, and I just I barely know you. Kind of played it safe. Yeah. And then he was like, oh my gosh, that's totally fine. I understand, you know, that yeah. was that. But I was just so like, I guess the way he asked asked, and the way I responded just made me feel, feel a little uncomfortable. Well, I mean, would it would it have been worse if he didn't ask? No, I think it was really gentleman-like that he did ask. But I think I just, I myself was just overthinking and I felt really uncomfortable. And then I... Just couldn't get it out of my, like, I guess, like, my head that, like, I just felt something was off about him. I couldn't tell you what it was that moment, yeah. but I just felt off. So I, that's why also I didn't feel comfortable kissing him. Ooh. Right. Okay, so that was the first date. Okay. So Damn, you gave him a second date? Yeah, I did. Because what? also, for first dates, I feel like a lot of people come into it very nervous and, like, it's just you don't really get a good reading of the person. So I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go on the second date. He asked me and I'll, I'll just go and just see. And I'll know for sure. Yeah. And then 
I definitely knew for sure that it was like not going to work out the second date. But then he did attempt to kiss me the second time. Okay. And we were in closed quarters and I was like very like I was in a very like a very tough situation because I couldn't really maneuver. Yeah. But I ended up dodging his kiss and I said, <laughs> I said, Ooh. I know I, did, I definitely just did like this head bob dagger. And then I just told him, I was like, Hey, like I'm still not comfortable. Like, you know, with- yeah. I don't know what I said, but he's, I said something and he was like, that's totally okay. Sorry. Like, I'm not trying to pressure you. I just thought this was like, you were feeling it. And I was like, no, it's okay. So Wait, then- so what made you decide to, to decide to give him a second date? Uh, again, I think I was just like trying to be too nice. Like, I think it's just being really nice. And I was just like, oh, let me just give it a second shot. Maybe he would. Because why not? Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Maybe he was just very nervous. And maybe I was being nervous. So, yeah. But no, the second date, I definitely gauged. I, you know, gauged him. And I think it was just not like the right fit. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very, okay. yeah, it was a, not the worst dating story, but it was just very funny because of the kisses. <laughs> Kiss Dang, attempts. Out here dodging attempts from this guy. Yeah. I, I will say I'm just glad I, I dodged it because then I found out like after the fact that he is kind of just like a serial like, killer. Very new agey. He goes to like these spiritual awakening festivals, does probably drugs uh... and like believed in crystals. And I was just like, I, you know, it's okay. Like if you do, I just, I'm not into it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. Uh, what is something your younger self would not believe about the current you? Oh, that's a good one. Um, wait, what would my younger self not believe about the current you? Yeah. Probably just like where I am with my life right now, like career wise and like living situation. I think I always imagine myself like living on my own or living with like roommates or like possibly settled. And like definitely like a career path had changed a lot throughout my 20s that. Yeah, I would think that, like, okay, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. But, yeah, it definitely changed. I think, like, for the better. it's all, It always works out, I think, in the end. And, like, um, yeah, where I am with life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's okay, though, right? Definitely okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought I'd be married by, like, 26. And, like, by 26, it's- I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's like not what I want, you know. Well, it didn't exactly work out as planned. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because like I look back like fifteen years because you mm-hmm. know we're like thirty ish mm-hmm. now. I look back to like in high school and I'm like, yo, when I'm thirty, I'm gonna have a house and kids mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm like, here I am, thirty, and like, yo, yeah, that housing market's like absolute shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a lot of different things. I feel like, you know, I think there's a lot of societal expectations like you get, you put on yourself. And then there's also like cultural expectations like from your family. Mm, Don't know what that that is. What? Oh, God. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is like dark humor. No, but like, I think my parents expected me to like have achieved like something yeah. like from my career, at least like s- stability and like all this stuff and like making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And do you um do you get along with them? Like having a habit, you know, like life happens. So I definitely don't have right. any regrets. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you get along with your parents? I do for the most part. I think we definitely have disagreements on things, but yeah, we do yeah. get along. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom's the same way. Well, one, I don't get along with my mom. Uh, but yeah. two, yeah, I don't get along with her. I think she's always had mm-hmm. expectations for me because, you know, what kind of Asian parent doesn't have expectations for the kids? Right. What kind of parent doesn't have, what kind of Asian parent does not have high expectation for the kids? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I think like this is just like maybe the rebellious side of me, but part of me revels in the fact that like, I don't want, like even now living with my mom, she'll tell me to do things or she'll tell me th- things that she expects of me. And I'm like, first of all, I'm an adult. I don't got to do half that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you ever you ever like feel that way that like the more your parents like get on you about stuff, the less likely you are to do it or like Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All the time. <laughs> and I think it's just like the way they like talk to you, like they do still talk to me as if I was a child and not this yeah. 31-year-old woman. And you know, I think a part of it's also like, yeah, I live in their household and I I mean, I have to abide by their rules and so there's that aspect, but there's just always this like underlying like attitude that they have. They're like, you must always listen to me because I'm your parent and I'm right. You know, even if they're wrong, even if yeah. they have to apologize, they're not going to because they're the parent. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that's like the dumbest thing ever about Asian culture. Like I get filial piety and I get like respect for like your elders, but I don't Mm -hmm. understand like compromising, like, you know, actually having like genuine apologies and like vulnerability and all that. Yeah. But I think like our parents definitely didn't grow up with that kind of understanding of emotional um, intelligence. Yeah. And that's just not something that was like taught to them. So. Yeah, I mean, it was also like a different time too, right? I think that's one thing they Definitely. have a hard time accepting. Definitely. Yeah, because I mean, I look at like, it's funny, right? Because we're getting to a point where like, we look at kids, the younger generation, <laughs> and we're like, damn, why are they like this? Yeah, why are yeah. they like weird? We're, we're starting to sound like our parents. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what's What's something that you would never change about yourself? Hmm something that I will never change about myself. Yeah. Dang, that's hard. I don't know. I think, like, just my approach to, like, meeting people or just, like, my demeanor in general. I think, Mm -hmm. like, I used to always think, like, I was just too much. Like, just too extra. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just too, like, maybe over dramatic or just like a lot yeah intense oh like every time i hear that word i always get a little triggered because i always thought that was like such a bad thing to be but like i've grown up like i'm growing up and i've really realized 
I've realized that like, it's okay. Like I can accept that about myself because I was just like created to be a very emotional person and like the way I come off, like if someone doesn't like it, then they don't like it. But like, I just, I have a high, I have a much more, I think the flip side to that would just be like, if I'm that be, if I'm really emotional, then I just have that much more capacity to like love others. Yeah. I yeah, agree. So. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Oh, okay. thanks. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh no, like I, I, I can relate. I think yes. uh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have, did, was there ever a point in your life that you felt like you needed to change that by yourself? Yeah, definitely. Especially when I kept hearing it from like people around me or like acquaintances or friends. Are you are you still friends or are you still yeah, are you still friends with those people? No, I'm not. Good for you. Yeah. No, I'm not. And it's like... Yeah. Fuck those bitches. Yeah, right. It's like those people that don't even know me that well that say that. Yeah. I'm intense. And like the people that actually know me well are like, no, like you just like... They like definitely don't think it as it... If it's like that, it's an intense thing. It's just like the way... It's like the way I'm... Like the way I communicate or the way I like... Yeah. Show you know, my excitement or like whatever, <laughs> AKA or whatever, like for example, excitement yeah. or, yeah, yeah. um, yeah. So I definitely am not friends with those people anymore. Uh, what's, um, what do you think is a skill that you inherited from your parents? Mm, probably just like being driven yeah. in life. I think Ambitious. if they didn't, yeah. If they didn't, um, you know, have such hard expectations or high expectations for me, I, I wouldn't have just been, I wouldn't have that, that same drive that I have now. So thanks yeah. to them, I, I definitely have like a, yeah, I'm very ambitious. I'm very like go-getter. Um, also like discipline and like just hard work ethics. I've learned a lot from my parents just because it's like they worked, you know, crazy hours and did yeah. so much to provide for their family. And so that was just naturally, I think I just kind of inherited that or like, saw that and i really wanted to have that same ethic work ethic Mm -hmm. but like very balanced i'm not gonna kill myself (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like definitely like healthy healthy um work life balance yeah what is um what is the name of the current chapter in your life oh if i had to name it yeah or if you could (laughs) name it if i I guess you still can yeah (sighs) let's see my current chapter hmm Okay, this is going to sound kind of like not like very solemn, very maybe like raw, but this is like the honest title I'd give it. Ready? Okay. The honest title I would give my chapter right now in my life is It Is What It Is. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you laugh after saying that? (laughs) Because it's just so funny because it's like it is what it is. That it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like that saying. Should I expand it on it? You can if you want. I think you should do it for the people or at least do it for me. Okay. It is what it is. I think now that I'm in my thirties, there's like, I don't know. There's like always like, I think in my twenties, I was always like, Oh, there's always like, you know, like there's always like time for me to do this and that. Yeah. Or there's always opportunities that come up or whatever. And like, I'll always have time to do this. And then if I really wanted to, I could switch gears and just do this. But then as I get into my 30s, it's not like I still have that time availability or even like the 
the energy to keep up with things. Like, I know I'm definitely getting older because, like, sleep is, like, very important now. Yeah. Like, very important. And yeah. I just don't have that same mentality that I think, like, oh, I can do this and this and this. Um, not to say that opportunities don't come up or I, that I can kind of change things, but I think I've, like, really learned how to like choose acceptance for a lot of like things that in my life that are just out of my control yeah and like the saying it is what it is isn't just like oh it is because it is that way but like it is what it is it's just like for for me it's me saying oh like i'm okay i I accept this is what it like this is where this situation like falls into my life right now and i'm okay with that and it's not a bad thing or a good thing it's just yeah the way life works was there was there something that happened where it made you i guess like adopt or accept that it's okay yeah that things turn out the way they are yeah i think like well i think one thing a big thing that happened in my life was i started having so ever since i was like a teenager i always had like some kind of struggle mental health and in like in some form, I always had some kind of depression. I always had like anxiety. And in my like two, wait, a year ago. Oh my gosh. Like almost two years ago, I was living in California and like everything was good on the surface, but then I started getting panic attacks. I've never had panic attacks before. And a lot of it was rooted from like my job, how demanding my job was working with certain people And then just, like, juggling, like, a lot of different things in my life. You know, I was going to school. I was working full-time. I was in a relationship. I was doing, like, all this stuff. You know, trying to have time for friends and myself. A lot. Yeah. Just a lot. And so... Figuring out, like, that juggling balance of everything. Right. Right. And it's, like, a new place. And I just wanted to do things right. And when I started having these panic attacks, it was just like my life like kind of just flipped upside down. Like I just really didn't know what to make of it. Mm-hmm. I was very nervous all the time. I started becoming more anxious. And then it just became this thing that very, very much like overshadowed my life. And I couldn't get rid of it. And ever since then, you know, I, that's like the reason I came home. The reason I had to like take some time off from work and all of these things. And, um, and I was like, I was like, damn, this feels like a setback. It feels like a setback for my life. I had all these goals. I was going to, you know, um, finish school. I was going to, you know, get a, I don't know, get a higher, um, position in the job I was doing. I was going to, you know, do a lot of these things, get married, blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) When I came home, I was like, this is, like, literally nothing like I planned. Like, this is not what the life I, like, envisioned for myself. Yeah. And it wasn't – that wasn't, like, the first time that's happened. Like, I had a setback when, like, back in college, my second year in college, I had, like, a really bad episode of depression. And I was, like, very – I was close to committing suicide. And then I had to come home and drop out. And that became such a huge thing. Yeah. And then I just realized, like, through the course of my life, I've had, like, these setbacks, you know. But then when I looked back on it, it wasn't actually, like, this – it wasn't, like, a setback that had, like, um, a rippling effect. It was just just something that happened. I had to get through it. 
you know, I had to get help. And then actually like my life, like the trajectory of my life became like, it was much better than I could ever expect or like dream of. Yeah. So I think like when I had that, um, like, I guess epiphany about transitioning and transitions in life, I was like, Oh, like, dang, it's okay. Like these, I guess these things in life that happen, these setbacks that I feel like are setbacks are actually just like, maybe like life just trying to like redirect me, you know, to better things for myself. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And I think like me, it's okay to not be okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good drama. It's a Korean drama that's named that, but yeah, it's okay. Never heard of it. Don't look all. Oh, really? It's it's okay. I don't really like it, but it's like, (laughs) it was like a huge deal when it came out. But yeah, all that to say, like, you know, things happen for a reason, but like, you can choose to like, always, like have this like, you know, opposition to it, but it's, I don't think it really changes things. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, it was like, when I accepted that this is, and like this is what like this is part of life like it was a lot easier for me to adjust and to manage like those changes yeah rather than like think like oh my gosh like this is like life going against me or yeah you know and like did you, that did, did yeah. you feel that way at a certain point feel like oh like opposed to all of the stuff no that like life was against you yeah for sure i definitely think that i think that's like very normal to feel that like that when like like bad things start happening or like things Mm -hmm. start piling up um yeah i thought like life was against me and i was like oh like why me all the time yeah but i don't think that really helps you no it's cool no i appreciate it it's funny because like i'm not christian or anything but i do have like Mm -hmm. a quote i have a quote book Mm mm-hmm it's a book of quotes that like has helped me through my, <laughs> a quote my book that's a book of quotes. Uh, yes. It's exactly what it sounds like. I just had to clarify, you know, just in case. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, I think um, it's just like, Oh, anyway, there's a quote in there and it's like, God has a funny way of uh, making things happen. And it's like mm-hmm. either everything happens at once or nothing happens at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, just for the record, I'm Christian. <laughs> oh, okay. For people that, that don't know. Yes, make sure that's not stricken from the record. If that's yeah, that's not clear. Definitely, uh, and like my faith has definitely helped me with these like rough times. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There was another quote which I did not write down, but I read it somewhere and I thought so hard about it that I completely forgot to write it down. But it was something along the nope, I do not remember, but Something along the lines of like, uh, it was like uh, motivation or something can like help a man rise, but like faith and hope can help a whole nation or something. Uh, something along those lines. Profound, Eddie. <sighs> Don't make fun of me. That's great. I really like these books, that book of quotes you have. 
Look, that one is not in my book of quotes, which is why it is mis- being misquoted horribly. Okay. But you know yeah. what? Let's move on from that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that wraps up. That wraps up level two. That was only level two. Yes, ma'am. Okay, cool. Let's go. Let's go level three. Are you sure you're okay? To you're ready for level three? Level three, baby. Let's go. Uh, all right. Pick a number between one and eleven. Teen. What? Ele- eleven. Uh, seven. What is a rule you live by? Oh, nice. A rule I live by? Yeah. What's your top rule? I want to know. My top rule? I don't have a rule. <laughs> Dang. You don't have any you you don't have any rules? Wait, what do I That's like such a uh, I don't know. That's hard. <laughs> is it though? Just like, you know, something that you try to abide by. You can all, almost say that like it's it's part of your morals. Unless you have no morals and values, then that's okay too. You know, I'm not I'm not here to judge. Miss no rules, living by. Oh, I guess I have rules. I guess they're more like guidelines. Okay, so so rules that are meant to be broken. Okay, I, I like that. What are some guidelines I live by? Could you phrase that question in another way? <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Are there any rules that you <laughs> live by? That's terrible. That's not not. <laughs> okay, better. while you are alive, are there rules that you follow? Hmm. Mm, I don't know. Can we come back to that? What do you I mean? This is this is I level to, three. This is the top level. Like we're not. There's I no have to think about it. Okay. Um. You pick this something, rule. I what's something what's something I, you what's something that you always do or something you always try to do? There we go. That's me re- rephrasing. Something I always try to do. Yo, it can be something along the lines of like, oh, rule. Like for example, right? Yeah. It could be something example. as easy as like, oh, you know, one of my rules is I always try to have coffee in the morning. Or you can make it something super deep, like, oh, I always make sure to not let people merge when I see them signaling. You know? What? That's rude. Um, that's hard. Is it? You t- you, girl, you telling me you don't have any rules? Nothing you don't live by? I don't like, have any, like, hard, like... Okay. Hard rules. Uh, let me think. Do you like stealing? Do you no. like stealing from people? <laughs> no. Okay, so not stealing. Okay, is how one about of those this? Rules. I got it. I got it. Okay. There's, I okay. Something I live by. <clears throat> um, I always have to like, kind of. I guess like in my daily routine, like there's music is always a big part of my life. So music, there's always some kind of like music aspect to my day. Whether it's like in the car and I'm singing or I play guitar when I'm at home or just something like music's always included. Mm-hmm. That's one of it. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. So you're saying that you always try to incorporate music into your daily yeah. life. Yeah, right. That's right. one of your rules. That's one of my rules. Music is life. That's a good rule. You want to plug your social for the listeners so they can follow you and listen, watch your covers. It's actually really good. Yeah, sure. They're, I'm on private. So 
But um, if you want to listen, I mean, I guess I do have a SoundCloud. You can look me up. Hey, yo, you're um, a rapper? You rap? No, I'm not a rapper. Yo, but I try to you do guys covers. listening? Yo, check out Shirley's mixtape. It's all on SoundCloud. So annoying. My IG is SupShirls with a Z. So is it S-Z or just Z? It's like S-U-P-S-H-I-R-L-Z. SupShirls. Boom. And there you have it. Three Boom. levels of questions. That's it? Girl, yo, we've been on this call for like quite some that time. That felt like nothing. I'm yo, so happy. Why are you happy? Because I thought that would be like more intense, but it wasn't. No, nah, it's cool. We're just hanging out. And I'm just yeah. asking you some questions to get to know you, you know? Yeah, we vibing. Yeah. All right. If there's a question, so this is the end. Uh, so... <laughs> I lied. That's not the last question. Um, oh. If you can ask me any of any question that I asked you, mm-hmm. what would it be? You get to ask me a question, pretty much. Okay. Um, what is something your younger self would not believe about yourself now? Yeah, how much money I make? <laughs> oh, for the record, it's two hundred k, guys. Yo, for you, those of you listening, I do not make two hundred k. Also, for those of you. For those of you who are listening, Shirley thinks I make 200K because I paid for her chicken noodle soup. He told he told me. It was chicken noodle soup and tiramisu and a ginger ale. So this man is making 200K, okay? We don't even know what his bonuses are. This we don't even facts. know, like, this is probably base, guys, okay? I'm not even exaggerating. I make minimum wage as far as, you know, everyone's I concerned. make minimum wage, okay? That's like... So- okay, you can't say that. You can't make fun of me. I actually make minimum wage. For what? Like, minimum wage in New York or minimum wage in your job? Minimum wage in Virginia. That joint's like $8. You are so... That's so cap, guys. Don't even listen to him. He makes at least 200 k I don't. I don't make 200k. But yeah, I think the, my younger self would be surprised. How much money you make? About how much money I don't make. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think like, okay, this is for me, right? This is, those of you, okay, so just a quick, I don't want, this isn't a pod, this isn't, this episode's not about me, so I don't want to get into it. But, well, I grew up in the projects. So, you know, at a certain point I was homeless, grew up with a single mom, dad wasn't really in the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up poor. So like for me to be able to like, Mm-hmm. Uber eats bubble tea when I'm craving it. It's it's a pretty like it's a pretty that's, good deal. That's a luxury. Whoa, Eddie, you trying to you trying to Uber eats my boba? Nah, you thought. Well, I thought you promised me if I did this podcast, you owe me three Korean barbecues. Actually, it's two. Where's the, the fact, third one coming from? Let the record show. Shirley has admitted she owes me Korean barbecue. Okay. But yeah. I think uh, I think that would surprise me, and I think the biggest thing yeah. is that like growing up, mm. I was always like ambitious, motivated. Like I gave up on a lot of my hopes and dreams to like provide or yeah. to build like a life that I can like quote unquote make money. Yeah. But I think like it got to a point where I was the anxiety was getting to me. Mm-mm. It got pretty bad. I don't want to get into it. But now I am okay be- making minimum wage and being poor because I know there are more things in life to look forward to other than money yes absolutely yeah like i don't know i had like you know i got the taste of like 
driving like fancy sports cars and like eating nobu and like you know traveling and all this stuff and i think like i've accept i've come to terms that like that stuff is not acquirable in my lifetime Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people can say it like I'm selling myself short, but I mean, I think like to be mm-hmm. constantly pushing yourself, I don't think it's good for your mental health. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there I think like more, where, I, yeah. Right. And I think like for where I am now, I think I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, two people pointed out to me that they, they are quote unquote proud. And I was like, wow, I've never even like taken a step back. And it wasn't until that point that like I've never actually took a step back and looked at what I've done for myself mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. from nothing. So yeah, that's great. Cool. But yeah. Thanks for asking me the question. I lied again. That is not the last question. What do you want this episode to be called? Mm. You get to give I yourself like, a nickname. I like alliterations. Okay. Shirley, what would you want this episode to be called? Sassy mm. Shirley? No. I guess sassy is good. Mm. Smelly Shirley? No. Uh, Silly Shirley. That's so basic. Stretchy Shirley. What? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing some out here. I like, I like sassy, or I like standoffish. That's not true. <laughs> Maybe to you, but not to others. Um, yeah, sassy Shirley is nice. You're not even that sassy. Yeah, I am. You just you don't know steal, me that well yet. You can't steal my idea. What are you... You were offering ideas. I was giving you examples of what an alliteration are, was, is. Scrappy Shirley. All right, do you want Scrappy or Sassy? <laughs> sassy. <laughs> okay, we'll do, we'll do Sassy. Yeah, sassy. This episode was brought to you by Coffee. This episode is actually brought to you by Anchor. Uh, for those of you who are listening, thanks for hanging out. Please like, rate, subscribe on your listening platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or, of course, the GOAT, Anchor. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please send them in to nohappyendingspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have an Instagram. You can follow us on there. It's not very active at all. And, uh, yeah, follow our friend Shirley. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Peace out.